guys have heard a show called Game of Thrones? I heard it's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd say like in memorial. Yeah, sixty percent. It's about sixty. Sixty percent of it's pretty good. It was pretty um, good for a while. I I think like I mm-hmm. I, I really like that show. Uh, and then uh, they ran out of books. Yeah, yeah. among <laughs> other things. And then these guys um, called Beerus and Wiz took over and took uh, the writing <laughs> duties. Miss oh, well, we like that. I know. I wouldn't insult those two fantastic characters who are also an, a- an angel. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> quite literally. Okay. I've seen people refer to them as dumb and dumber right now, and I kind of <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this road when we do review Wolverine Origins at some point. Oh. It, 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 can't, it can't be stated enough that, like, that's a movie that's about two brothers uh, trying to kill each other. Um, Wait a minute, hold on. Tell me they did not... Oh no, uh, Benioff wrote it. Uh, co-wrote it. <laughs> He's one of the writers. Now, oh, no. <laughs> so, so Wooly, Wooly, Wooly from Two Best Friends, Castle uh, Super Beast, uh, pointed it out to me, and uh, wow, <laughs> that I, we all should have seen this coming. <laughs> Oh no! I just, uh, uh, anyway, well, hold on. Um, so mm. this is going to be an after dark of a Phantom Zone. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, so I'll just silly start. Uh, we're going to talk about some obviously Game of Thrones, Marvel, DC, and some trailers that came out. But I'm Connor McGraw. Who else is here? Arlen Hara. Uh, I'm the prince that was promised, Hunter Davenport. <laughs> yeah, at least, <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least we got one in real life. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Hunter, are you are you the, the POD? Uh, uh. <laughs> on death? What the the bad Christian core rap band? Um, I'm Eric Fedorchak, and what is the fetish when you're really into Sonic the Hedgehog's teeth? You piece of I'm Luke Gonzalez, and there was this one time that I walked into a brothel with. A honeycomb and a, a donkey. <laughs> you see, never got to film that joke. Did you see yeah. someone finish that joke? But yeah, they did. Somebody did finish it. I guess it's like an old joke. Mm-hmm. I can find it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so Game oh. of Thrones ended this week, and mm-hmm. not yeah. since Dexter have I seen such a whirlwind of fuck this network. <laughs> At least to Game of Thrones credit, there is more good Game of Thrones than there is bad. And yeah. even amongst the bad, you can find stuff you like. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. as a general, like, creative direction and narrative direction, this show took a bigger shit than I've ever seen. Um, it, yeah. Uh, I believe the term is Omega Fumble. I'll, I'll just say this. I, I think the direction isn't the problem. I think it's the handling of that direction. And wow, I've oh, never... Yeah, like, the destination is fine. The journey is completely botched. Yeah, I like it. There, there is no journey. We just teleport around. Yeah. Right. Oh no, this is I said it in a, in a couple comments in a chat. This is writing by means of checking boxes, but not mm-hmm. really worrying about how you're gonna get yeah. from one box to the next. No, characters just go places because plot. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I has the Skyrim map open and there's <laughs> Um and I like when the Battle of Winterfell happened, um, two things stuck out to me. One the fact that they wrapped that up in a single episode and there was no echoing consequences or effects from that whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, gave me bad vibes. And then the reaction to fan criticism was like, hey, it's too dark. It's like, well, your eyes are stupid. It was like, <laughs> it was like yeah. 
I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. That, seems that was kinda... the first sign of things going really wrong. Yeah, and... uncharacteristically bitter from the show. <laughs> uh, like these producers were were waiting for something. Like they were preparing mm-hmm. themselves for yeah. some sort yeah. of reaction. I thought the first sign was uh fucking uh fucking Tweedledee going like, oh yeah, we hope that the viewer would forget. <laughs> oh God. Wait, forget what? Uh, what was it? It was, it was something. something. The dragon. Yeah. Something dumb. Yeah. About, uh, I, I don't know they themselves, but basically, their entire reasoning for something happening to one of the dragons is oh, oh it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, when, it's when the second. Oh, one. you're talking about Euron yeah. taking out uh, uh, Rhaegal. Yeah. Um, Danny forgot yeah. about the Iron Fleet. Danny forgot about uh, the Iron Fleet. Thanks for making your 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 main characters be thundering dumbasses. That's like the whole. <laughs> This whole last season, oh, like everyone is also, that that cro- that bolt came from the front, which means they didn't see the massive naval fleet beneath them whilst they were ahead of it. Mm-hmm. There was she forgot all the way up until she like got fucking hit. Yeah. Well, here's the better thing: it's the second time that they forgot about the Iron Fleet. Well, not just that. the thing is. She's not riding that dragon, so that dragon is not even looking where it's going. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like, like, she's not flying it. It's flying itself. So that means it's literally just like it's on itself autopilot and not paying attention. It's uh, still like yeah, a- but, and yeah. then to to get back to the dragons, like on a whole, like the only one who is now proven to have any fucking use was Drogon, um, right. because the uh, the other one was killed, converted, and then died immediately uh, after right. blowing up the wall, uh, and the other one, Rhaegal, just fucking hung out and died. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. it happens when you uh, lock your dragons underneath a pyramid. I will say, one of the coolest shots I've ever seen in this show is Drogon uh, shaking the snow off him. Yeah. Oh, yes. That or was Drogon cool. staring at John Boyce and kissing Daenerys like, hey, that's my mom. Yeah, and when yeah. you say yeah, snow, by, you the way, by the way, by the way, dragons understand symbolism now. <laughs> they, do. they do. Okay, so that's that's one that a lot of people like jumped on where it's like okay of all the dumb things in this scene that's what you're gonna jump on because this universe yeah, and no. they take on the feelings of their writer and and i just this is just spitballing here but when you die maybe your last emotions are what goes into a dragon um which must be terrifying for a dragon <laughs> which is Kyle, without the same comprehension of emotions that we have, so it's just feeling all this shit that it doesn't understand. Um, these also, complex like, feelings. Dragons in this universe aren't painted as dumb monsters. Um, so yeah, they might even have some cognitive ability, but I don't know. We just—it's impossible to communicate with them unless you're someone like Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Well, so like her thoughts of like destroy the throne and uh, blah 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 and all that stuff. So yeah. I, I thought I thought someone pointed out like that Drogon did it because th- he understands that this is what led Danny to her demise, which mm-hmm. I think is interesting, but probably going a little too deep. Um, it is because the show hasn't explained that up till this point. Well, the really? show didn't explain anything. I had to come up with that because yeah, the show beyond that point, Because Arlen, you and me came up with completely two different reasons of why John is like. Like sat like why that moment is like you're like oh well he's I can't remember what were you saying that in one of the chats like oh John's like upset because he has to choose between his families it's like oh I didn't even yeah. think about that because yeah. he barely even got to sat sit with the information that he's a Targaryen that was what mm-hmm. like weeks ago 
Yeah, they set up all this stuff about how you don't have to choose. You can be two different things at once. You can be a Targaryen and you can be a Stark. You can be a members of the Night's Watch and somebody who cares about the Wildling. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. You can have two opposing ideas in your head at once. And you can be a good person acting on both of those ideas. The problem is that that's clearly one of the themes that they've been playing with throughout the entirety of the show. And in these last two seasons, they completely fumbled it. Not only did they fumble it, they set it up pretty well with him and Theon, and then they just like forgot about it at the end of the show. And a lot of stuff now has no consequence and serves no purpose. The Night King, John's lineage, um, or that poor son of a bitch, that kid had no fucking use this season except to sit there and go, Theon, you're a great man, and then get put Mm -hmm. in the throne. He's like, I'm really excited about it. What's the whole thing? Like, If you actually look at it, it's like, is Bran really kind of the villain? Yeah. There you go, Eric. <laughs> Bran becomes king. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I already knew. Yeah, that was completely believable from the first season, right? You can see it all, and it's just there. You can, you just get it. Well, no. it's it's real quick, uh, Arlen, with you saying like, you know, they can be two things, like a Targaryen and a Stark. It it also was shown in the first season that you can be siblings and lovers at the same time. Well, that's that is true, Eric. Okay, that is and now we have to go down the ugly road of what the fuck they did, Jamie Lannister, because that character oh, has gone on like the best journey of anyone in that entire show. And they assassinate his character by having him go back on all the good decisions he made and said, like, yeah, I'm going to go back and die with my sister because I'm a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit. And I don't like and, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell someone's their face that I don't care about innocent people, even though I do. Um, yeah. and, then, and then put up a lame fight and just die. The only reason he killed the Mad King was to save innocent people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's exactly that's his whole life has been from this moment forward from that moment forward Kingslayer Kingslayer your daddy can't help you Kingslayer he, he he did it despite the fact that people talk to him like he's a piece of shit mm-hmm. every time he brought up and even though he did it because the the king was burning people to death um yep. And as a member of the king, like as a just a, a knight, he can't watch that happen. And uh, it turned him into kind of a crappy person. But then he has to go through the fucking grinder and becomes a better person. And then they just fucking they whatever a building falls on him, you never see him again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see his dead body because it magically mm-hmm. it's just like right there. It's just right there. <laughs> just a little pile of bricks. No, no big deal. Uh, but it killed him nonetheless. Mm-hmm. God damn it! And, they, and then they made uh, Sam a deadbeat dad. Yeah, that's there's <laughs> problems. But like, for example, Jamie is a prime example of what I was talking about of being two things at once. He was a king's guard doing his duty to the realm, and he did exactly what he promised he would never do, and he killed his king. Um, you can be the person who is the hero and be the villain at the same time, and that's yeah, his. And like, I don't. Story. I don't know why with with his story kind of serving as a parallel and his speech his speech he has with Brienne about the Kingslayer moment. I don't see why as writers you wouldn't look at that and go, that's something we should probably use as a way to wrap up Danny and John. She mm-hmm. let her take the red keep and then decide like nah now I'm gonna burn everything. Mm-hmm. Um and have John stab her in the back. Well and and it is there. It, it is literally repeat itself. The the cyclical nature of that in time and like in another twenty years will this happen again? Well yeah. is this is this going to happen exactly the same way again? That, down the- I saw I saw an interesting theory someone posited that uh, Danny should have been killed by Gendry uh, with his warhammer. So that's, that's a take. 
Yeah. The, is the Baratheon killing the last yeah, of the, the Targaryens? Yeah, Baratheon killing the last of Targaryens. I, I mean, there are so many people that I think would have been better. Like Arya, member of the Faceless Men, uh, yeah. the organization that destroyed Valeria. They're responsible for the doom of Valeria. They're the reason the Targaryens are in Westeros. Um, Arya killing her would have made so much sense. Completely. Just- like, like the scene that would have been interesting is if it was like her, and like again, and I, I, they also killed just like what they do to Grey Worm too. Like they basically just make him this angry monster man at the end. There's people that are defending it are like, well, they just, he lost someone close to him. I was like, okay, Danny has lost people close to her for seven years and never made a character switch like that. And like uh, John her, lost everyone. Well, and yeah, there's so many people who've yeah. lost so much, so much more and none of them go off the handle like that. Exactly. Well, uh, Danny and Grey Worm, who's a slave, is who uh, was a slave and has seen the worst yeah. of humanity. Suddenly decides, like, yeah, the deaths of innocents are completely necessary, and I will stab unarmed men. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real quick, just, uh, yeah. something I'd read today was that. Uh, do you pronounce her first name Maze? M I M A I. Maisie, I think. Maisie. Yeah. All right. Maisie. She, yeah. she had uh, talked about how she wished the series would have ended, or at least how how her character would have gone out, and she was kind of hoping that she was actually going to be the one who killed uh, Cersei because she's mm-hmm. like, you know, she thought it would have been perfect if when Jaime got there, he peeled away his face and it was her yeah. underneath. And oh my that god, that would have been fucking awesome. Um, there's, yeah. there's a bunch of pressed up you can look up featuring the cast that oh. paints a very poor picture of this fucking season. Everyone, everyone oh, yeah. is so disappointed. And you can everyone tell. is either yeah. cringing or just being straight up, like yeah. really honest. I can't remember who it was, but someone was asked, like, one. "What do you think of the last season, the finale?" He goes, "Disappointing." Oh yeah, John. Yeah, there's yeah. John. There's a really okay. good one where it's um, what's your name? The Danny Melisandre and Grey Worm. Yeah, like, oh, how do you feel about the way? Go, go the finale? And uh, uh, Amelia Clark She's speechless. She cringes, looks away, and then goes, "Best season ever!" She and she kind can of, barely get out the you, word. Did you see the yeah. one where Peter Dinklage looks like he's being held hostage? <laughs> well, no, there's a behind the scenes. There's a behind the scenes what? thing. <laughs> Oh, where he's <laughs> planning about putting the smartest man in the room into a room full of dead people when there's a man outside who can resurrect dead people. Yes. With just awakening children. Yeah. I guess and the way he says it, it's so good. There's so much shade being thrown. It's fantastic. Um, uh, uh. But, yeah, um, it's, there's not much else to say that hasn't been said this week because mm. everyone's had a fucking take on it. And uh, if you like it, sure. Um, but I mean, people, people who don't shouldn't have to hyper rationalize it um yeah i don't know it seems polarizing at first but now it seems like unanimously everyone's like yeah that was kind of bad i think it was botched um also yeah, um since colin trevorrow got taken off star wars for having some bad pr on that one fucking movie uh i think these two asshats should be taken off of star wars that's colin trevorrow had a little bit more than just bad pr with fantastic four let's yeah. be honest uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's josh trank i'm talking about colin trevorrow oh, you know, oh yeah that movie World, yeah. and then a uh, book of henry which like got yeah. Savaged and people were like, "Who the fuck would make this kind of movie?" Yeah, uh, an, an idiot. That's who. Um, <laughs> a man who never smiles. I'm going to defend D and D as they've been called, which we need to come up with a new name because God, Domino. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm going to defend them for just a second. None of the actors wanted to come back for as many episodes as they did. 
Um, there was a at one point they were talking about doing three seasons to wrap it up. Um, I wish we had had three seasons to wrap it up at this point. Uh, seeing as what we got, but none of them I wanted to do for two or like yeah. or this one being a bit longer. Yeah, but they kind of had to like fight to negotiate with contracts and stuff like that just to get the thirteen episodes that we did. Um, so I do have to give like I'd have to give the writers credit for like trying to figure out the best way to do it in 13 episodes. I don't think they did the best job that they could have done in 13 yeah, episodes. Yeah, even with giving themselves like feature-length runtimes these episodes, none of them felt like movies. They didn't feel uh, yeah. big or grand. They just felt like long episodes of a show that I watched that is doing weird things. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have been like two hours towards the end. Am I yeah. like they should have been actual films? The last four mm-hmm. episodes should have been two hours, and they could have been easily. And I would have sat there and watched them. Um, well, and I watched these episodes sometimes twice, uh, and I would have done it. I yeah. So to be uh, brutally honest, like I, what are any of the? And I, don't get me wrong. I think it's probably a long and arduous shoot every time they're doing a season. Yeah. But what the fuck are any actors doing outside of Thrones? X Men. I think they can't do it. Eric, I'm going to answer this. I, this is the honest answer. I think a lot of them can't do anything. Like I think they don't have time. Like there's yeah. a reason like Kit Harrington was in one movie. You know, I mean, he's been in other stuff. Oh, what a movie! Well, two. Um, he was in uh, Pompeii. Yeah. Um, with uh, with the ill-fated Emily Browning, who can't catch a fucking break. Um, yeah. And he's yeah, he was in that. He was in Silent. Okay, so let's go down the list of movies he's been able to do while he's been doing Game of Thrones. A movie called MI Five. Um, a movie called the movie called Pompeii, Silent Hill, and another movie called The Seventh Son. All of these are gems of film, right, guys? Oh, I love Silent Hill. Best movies of the last decade. I, I, I couldn't tell you a thing about Pompeii except it was directed by Paul Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the bits of Silent Hill uh, revelations oh, that I saw offended me so much. Of all time, guys, it's so good. <laughs> exactly. So I love like, when the manifestation of sexual frustration and sadism was the good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they all had so much time. <laughs> Like <laughs> Amelia Clark, the only thing that she did Terminator Geniasis. Geniasis. Um that sounds like a, like a like a uh like a yogurt. <laughs> exactly. it, sounds like a, like, it sounds like a fucking supplement. It does. So these people are doing a movie and in their time off, they don't have time to do other things. Well what's funny is the people that are not alive, they haven't been alive for a while. Uh, they, what's his name that played Rob Stark? He's mm-hmm. doing a shit ton of stuff. Yep. He's done what, like two shows? And, yeah. uh, and he's in Rocket Man and then just got cast in a Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. No. So, like, these people do things, it's just after the fact, which I'm kind of happy about because there's this thing that I call the Star Wars effect, where you do a Star Wars movie and then one of you, one person in the cast goes on to be a giant star and then the rest of you don't do anything ever again for the rest of your life. Um, this is the Star Wars effect. Uh, so I, I give you the prequels in which uh, Ian McGregor is the only person who works. Uh, suddenly, uh, well, no, Natalie Portman. She got been, married, though, and she's been kind of dormant. 
there's like a seven year period where she wasn't doing anything though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think she had kids and stuff. Yeah, she and, did. Uh, when's the last time anybody heard from Hayden Christensen? Is he alive? Do we know? Are we sure? Um, he- the last thing I think he did was that get arrested. <laughs> wasn't it that weird that was Italian? Uh, <laughs> I know he did a convention or something tour recently where he openly talked about how like his his. The years after Revenge of the Sith were so cruel to him that he's like, I'm done with acting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And in the case of the original trilogy, yeah, Mark Hamill did the Joker. I don't care. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Also, as, like, no. Mark Hamill's thing is, like, he, Mark Hamill got typecast and then found work in a different part of the industry that consistently yeah. kept him working. It just wasn't as popular. He's, he's also yeah. doing he cockroaches, but other than that, really, yeah. there wasn't a lot there. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe they put his face in the cover of that movie. It's so I good. <laughs> he's... But, He's doing. He's picking projects he loves too. Where he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, he loves comic books. He loves horror movies. He loves all this shit. Mm-hmm. Her did a lot. Most of her not doing stuff was more about her insane. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of yes. drug addiction stuff. But like, she was in Harry when Harry met Sally, and that's the only movie I know of that she Blues was. In. Brothers. Uh, what was that? Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's the same time though. I'm talking about after. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. after. Yeah. Well, she also yeah. Again, um, if there's one actor I, I really need from Game of Thrones to not get Star Wars is uh, Nicolaj Coster Waldo uh, Waldo Waldo. I don't know. He needs, to, it. It needs to be in like everything. Fucking Jamie <laughs> Lannister. Um, well, I've only oh, seen, yeah. I've seen two movies. One of them was uh, a foreign film where he plays a hitman, uh, like kind of in some weird rivalry with another hitman, um, and uh, Mama. With Jessica Chastain. I was saying, yeah. but he also was in a mega dumpster fire garbage movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Oh yeah. my oh. god! Okay, so this is a hot take. <laughs> if that movie didn't have all white actors, a lot of people would love that movie. Um, like it would be a giant hit. But because it's all white people, nobody went to see it. It, it gave off Prince of Persia vibes almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which like is not, Rose, who's not even the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, I think we're. I think we can wrap up on Thrones. Yeah, I don't know. Hit it. I, I look forward to the spinoffs. That's that's really. Yeah, especially because they'll be they'll be written by other people, and they're not going to be beholden to uh, any specific mm-hmm. like, book I look, or anything. I look you can forward pay. to the books being completely different. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. But uh, I definitely look well, forward to stuff like I don't know if you want to do a show about Robert's Rebellion. I'm I'm all for it. Mm, maybe that's the least interesting i would rather see when the targaryens show up yeah i want the dance of dragons or the blackfire rebellion which is just two civil wars of just people riding dragons fighting people riding dragons like give me that give me i want i want more bobby b that's all i want yeah (laughs) i'm i would be into a comedy show i this is my pitch for everything with, with robert baratheon just like going around Getting getting laid, killing people, killing people that their mother is a whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> calling people Don't fat. The breastplate stretcher. <laughs> he calls people fat while eating an entire loaf of bread. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, he definitely. I don't see him eating like as weird as this. I don't see him being a carb man. I just see him holding a ham like a whole <laughs> ham. <laughs> he's, just, like, <laughs> he's eating a giant. He's eating a giant. He's eating like a fucking hot dog. He's just like yeah. you know, just holding his hand like that. There's um, never a scene where there's not just random food bits in his beard. Yes. He just, he just has an entire turkey over his hands. He's just <laughs> eating it. <laughs> so. he just turkey hand. 
Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a whole turkey, but he has his hand in the orifice, and he's just like... Yes. I basically feel like we've turned him into Dane DeVito from Always Sunny, but he's somehow... (laughs) Oh, God, I want that. I want want it to be him, but the Always Sunny theme plays as he goes around. Uh, Okay, I think we're going to throw... Marvel! Yeah. Yeah, great slingshot of emotions there. Um... So Marvel, <laughs> I guess they really screwed the pooch to something that landed really well. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like, Marvel is a great example of looking at everyone else who's just struggling right now and going like, hey, I got we, one. we don't know what that feels like anymore. Yeah, yeah. They look yeah. at the TV stuff and go, that wasn't us. <laughs> that was somebody else. Sorry, Jeff Loeb. You. <laughs> Um, so a bunch of stuff from Marvel. Uh, first up here is the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. There was yeah. that what was that Twitter post like a leak about like all the potential or upcoming plans. Mm-hmm. Was that yeah, verified? Yeah, we got, we no, got some no, it's not verified. But the the person who's posted that has had like a track record of being mm-hmm. pretty much ninety nine percent correct. Well, yeah, that and like the way it read, I was like, this is all extremely believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Falcon Winter Soldier sounds like it's exactly what we all thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be. Well, I mean, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be Sam earning the right to carry the shield in Captain yeah. America. That's that's my best guess on what and this is. Bucky probably like trying to work to kind of, I guess, like regain uh, trust in him from the masses. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they confirmed Zemo, or did they not? Um, I I vaguely remember them I think, saying something. Like I think that. Zemo was part of that thing. No, okay. Zemo confirmed. He was. Okay. Pretty yeah. sure. It would be kind of great if um Bucky and Zemo are kind of like uh uh Will Graham and Hannibal Lecter, um where yeah. Bucky yeah. keeps going to him trying to pick his brain and maybe find out more information about himself, and Zemo just yeah. tries to fuck them the whole time. Yeah. Well, yeah, Zemo might. He's probably the Bucky expert at this point. Yeah, uh, everyone else is dead or an AI or a dead AI. <laughs> well, that's just uh, to bring that up real quick. In Civil War, technically, that guy wouldn't have drowned. He would have just been really uncomfortable with water around his eyes because the water wouldn't have gone up above his nose. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I think Eric. we're supposed to understand that the things holding him up would fail at some point. I think that, that was that was the idea. Nope. Um yeah. Um, or he dies in probation because I'm sure no one knows he's there and he just that's true, him yeah. hung up like a fucking bat. That's true. I, I prefer that end. Okay. We see him. <laughs> he's suffocating. God damn it, Eric. Um, but I don't know. For me, them bringing in Zemo is like, oh man, that is such a good way to like kind of tease towards Thunderbolts. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, and Sharon Carter, I believe, was the other one. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Which that is a character that. Needs some major rehabilitation. That which sucks because after uh, Winter Soldier, she was pretty much set up on her own. Like she didn't need it. She mm-hmm. had her moment in that fucking movie and then became a name. And then in Civil War, they were like, "Yeah, you're just gonna kind of look at stuff, uh, gonna bring us uh, our stuff, and then you're gonna kiss Steve, and then you're gonna leave the film." Well, no, yeah. she also she fought Bucky. That's true. Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Talk about how you so, ever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and deadline. About, oh, go ahead. Deadline confirmed. Daniel Brule, just so just in case. Awesome. Oh yes, 
So now, yeah, is is Sharon going to talk about how she she was so attracted to Steve because her uh, aunt's husband looked a lot like him, and she always wanted a man like him? He was like a second father to her. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, there are lots of videos like that on the internet. Oh no! I've seen several docs everywhere. <laughs> Tell me. It rhymes with uh, corn tub. Um, uh, anyway, but I'm fucking. Ex- what did you say, Arlen? I'm surprised I didn't hear your boner pop from orbit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think somebody said something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, all these shows that they announced for the app just sound awesome. Like that Loki it, sounds great. Yeah, and yeah. like it all sounds so much of what the. Uh, like what Agents of Shield isn't, which is like mm-hmm. yeah, it's part of it, but not really, and we don't really care about it because at this point, like its existence is out of our hands. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's what all of us have been clamoring for, which is like we want to see what's happening in between the movies and the yeah. fact that they're like, oh hey yeah, this is going to star the actual people who are from the films as their characters. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's a huge sign of good faith on Marvel's part. I mean, I think they're I think they confirmed it's only going to be what, six episodes? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think all these yeah. end up being limited so, events, but that's fine because like imagine the amount of money you throw at people for coming like hey you do these movies, which is their you know, big shoots, long schedules, we're probably need you for a year. You want to come back and do a TV show? Like how yeah. how happy are these people to come back if they're that they're willing to do this? I think it's name of it all yeah. probably Mackie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, at this point it's probably one and then Mackie's two. And since mm-hmm. nobody wants to use Paul Bentley for some reason, I'm sure he's happy. Mm-hmm. Well he didn't yeah. even get the for the last one, um, yeah. <laughs> well, and also the approach that they're taking to this is—it's the kind of approach that I love. It's one director for all six episodes, and I haven't actually seen anything that she's worked on, but I've seen trailers and stuff. And she stuff. worked on *Handmaid's Tale*. Yeah, it's it. She's clearly a competent director. Um, yeah, which yeah. is very well directed. She won an Emmy for *Handmaid's Tale*, the episode that she yeah. directed. So and yeah, we've got somebody who's what's yeah. that? I'm just uh, I'm seeing or listening right now. Penny Dreadful, Boardwalk Empire, Whoa. The Killer, The Walking Dead, Under the Dome, Vikings, uh, The Americans, and Ooh, The Punisher. Wow. Okay. Holy shit! Wow. She's done everything we love. Is what you're yeah, saying? She's, she's done three of my favorite shows <laughs> of all time. Um, does it say what episode of Walking Dead she did? It doesn't say, but it's just like listing her credits. But like the fact that it says the Americans on here, and if you haven't seen the Americans, one of the best television shows on of all time. Also, a kind like, of show that seems very much in line with what I think this is going to be, which is a political action yeah. thriller. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a versatility in this listing. Penny Dreadful, which is this like soap opera, and Boardwalk Empire, which is the gangsters and all that stuff. The Killing is like a murder mystery. Like, yeah, just you said you did Punisher too. Pun- yeah, and Punisher. House wow. Card is really yeah. going to be kind of close to what this could be in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like well, I'm seeing I'm, so much versatility here. She could go on to do other Marvel stuff easily. I'm um, just, and I, I know you had said you didn't want to talk about any of that stuff that I had uh, posted in our chat before, but I do wonder 
if the plot line that they mentioned that will be part of what the plot line is in this because it would kind of make sense. Yeah. Uh, the new the new government sanctioned cap who went who goes yeah. rogue. Yeah, yeah I, I, would, I want it. Give it to me. Which would just be U.S. agent, I think. Well, no, there's been like several different caps. So there's the U.S. agent version, and there was one that went crazy. I don't remember his name. He was like the he was the one before U.S. agent. I was gonna say, what if they managed to pull oh. that dude from Jessica Jones and use him? Well, I mean, because uh, into the goddamn like Hudson. Okay. <laughs> by Jess's mom. Um, I think I think that happened. I don't remember. Um, yeah, Jessica's mom turned his head around. I mean, just hearing what you're describing, it. I mean, it doesn't sound exactly like what they do in the comics. And my problem is whenever somebody says, well, this is what was leaked, and it's like exactly what happened in the comic books, I'm like, I'm not sure about that. Because Marvel's never, they've never really done that. They've never like just like taken the story and just like written it down as it happened in the book. No, but I don't. I don't think any of the things from that leak were exactly like what happened in the comics. And okay. I mean, I think I think you have to take some aspects from the comics and be uh, like, yeah, well, this is. I did read something that kind of implies uh, a certain big bad. Uh, the way he takes power is sort of like mm, it's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. what happens in the comic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the cap I was thinking of is uh, William Burnside. He was the cap for a couple of issues in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, um, the communist, uh, the anti-communist. Cap. Yeah. yeah. He showed. Uh, he showed back up in the Brubaker run, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And he basically yeah. got like. He's, he's not the guy they used for Agents of Shield, was it? Because I know they used one of their. Um, they used a pseudo cap uh, character. No, they used. I thought they used one. The the black one was the one yeah. they used. Oh, yeah. that guy. Yeah, the uh, one that's like Patriot's grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the one from uh, 60, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that might have been it. I can't remember exactly what time okay. period he but was. But this from. character's story did include Sharon Carter being brainwashed as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like in his story of when he went nutso. And he became okay. a leader of a white supremacist group. Uh, so the, oh. uh, sorry, the Patriot was in Agents of Shield. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, then he's off the table. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent off the table. Yeah, as as it as it tends to be. Um, yeah. I, regardless of what the the overarching story is going to be, I just I cannot wait to watch six more hours of of Sam and and Bucky interacting with each other. Oh, I cannot wait! I need it. Yeah. What's yeah. the yeah. point? Like, it's just like internet loved made a show real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's just that. I. So I. I, I have a theory that they're going to move to. They're going to come back with three movies a year, and I think like two of the three every year are going to be space movies. And I yep. think the shows are their way of compensating for that. Um, because just dropping s- that much space on people might be a little bit uncomfortable. If if you're someone who just doesn't like those movies, if you're the weird person who's like, I don't like Ragnarok because it's in space and it's not realistic. Sure that person isn't real. I, yeah. <laughs> it's not realistic. What the fuck? Stop. Stop. Stop making movies made in space. Space isn't real, obviously. <laughs> this is true. Women uh, can't go into space Tom either. Or Eddie Bravo. Bravo. Um, I, I'm going to share a picture of this other Captain America. <laughs> uh, I also put a picture of the Patriot using a very cap-like shield. Uh, that is Agent Coulson. He had like a 
hard light shield. Oh, oh wow. All right. That's from yeah. the lead run of the So comics. this is what happens oh, wow. to that Captain yeah. America. Oh, God. What the fuck? Oh, God. He looks like Wolverine, who's not finished. Yeah, he's yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> is, is John Byrne who designed Wolverine? Because Jesus Christ, that might that wow. might be. Uh, yeah, this is like when you see a character who has those weird chin like lines, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I know who did that one." I mean, this <laughs> is it's not as bad as Deadlock from Image, but this is pretty bad. It's yeah, yeah. it Deadlock, be interesting. That's fucking Wolverine. Don't you can't fool me. I mean, yeah, he changed the color palette just a little bit, and like that's his first X Men appearance or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it would be interesting in this show though if, like, if say it was like a rogue super soldier, if they went with somebody who's like, and they went like very current day political, with like, it's like, oh, the government doesn't want. A... Wouldn't it be cool if it was just Blonsky? If that was the if that was their way of like oh. hiding. Well, they could do that, or they could uh, do Nuke properly because Nuke yeah. was originally supposed to be a super soldier. Like he was supposed to be a Captain America, and yeah. and his jingoism would work really well with the current political climb. I yeah. mean, you can just not you can just not say the name of the drug and do Nuke without having to do Simpson. You could just say he's another guy, and yeah, yeah. that's true. And you could give him the American flag face. Yeah, you just do what you you do what the movies have kind of done a few times effectively, which is like pivot a title onto a character who's like maybe either not the current iteration or can serve as a suitable substitute. Yeah, Agent <laughs> Shield did Graviton twice, so yeah. <laughs> that and like when you when you say Ant Man, a lot of people think Hank Pym, but then the movies gave us Scott Lang. So right, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield is my Smallville for Connor because Jesus Christ. <laughs> It comes up every single time, and I'm, I'm just shocked by everything that I'm learning about it. Uh, uh, okay, I don't know. If there's anything else really to say about the Falcon show? So, do we want to go uh, to the other? Yeah, the, well, the, I guess the the post Endgame stuff and Far From Home kind of goes hand in hand. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that came out. Like they kind of explain the time travel stuff um, and all kinds of others. So it's really just like any of that that we really want to talk about, I guess. Um, I will say that people who are upset about the time travel explanations need to stop asking questions because this mm-hmm. is how you ruin the fun of an experience by asking questions that are designed to poke a hole in the whole process. Yeah. Well, that and time travel by itself in any story, unless it's ridiculously complicated, like the movie Primer, it's, it's, yep. it's going to fall apart. It's a paradoxical yep. pseudoscience that it ma- doesn't make sense. No um, matter what you do, stuff isn't going to make sense. It's yeah. a thing that we can't explain until we're able to do it. But I like, like how people people are like, oh, yeah, that talking raccoon, I can totally accept. But that talking <laughs> raccoon traveling back in time? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it can't be. And and if you really want to understand, like, just the the stupidity of, like, trying to explain it, the directors of the movie and the writers of the movie who have started a movie studio together, so they work with each other, have completely different explanations for how this movie works, for what yeah. happened in that film. They have completely different explanations. One of them believes that they created another timeline when they sent Cat back and he had tried and that he somehow made his way back. And the others have just a completely different set of rules for how it works. So, like, it doesn't matter if the people who are the most responsible for the movie can't even agree in public about what actually happened. Besides, um, like, it wasn't 
it was there as a as a mid stop for the movie celebration point where we all got to yes. revel in the nostalgia of the past like twenty movies or so and relive some big moments uh, and give some characters like cathartic moments too. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's all there for it. It's not Doctor Who. We have to worry about the fucking the yeah. timeline all the time or Flash. Good God. I was gonna well, say time remnants. Time remnants. What are time remnants? It's sort of a, an example where this is a celebration of the movies, right? It's a celebration of what's come before. And I'm always okay with that if that's clearly their stated purpose. And I give a lot of leeway for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's the exact reason we gave for why we like the Flash mm-hmm. anniversary episode, episode 100, because it's a big, giant, uh, ridiculous celebration of all the seasons that came before, or at least the best parts of them. You're, you're not supposed to really judge it against the same rubric you would other things. Yeah. Even Doctor Who. If you watch the Doctor Who 50th anniversary with with skepticism that you would give any other episode of Doctor Who, you're going to hate that episode. They break all kinds of time travel rules that have to do with things that they set up for multiple seasons and all these things, and they just change everything. They completely change everything for that one episode, and they break things that have been set in place for like five years. And it doesn't matter because it's a celebration of Doctor Who, and it's it's for that episode. And once that episode is done... Three versions of himself hang out together, which should break Mm -hmm. the fabric of time and space, but time and space is like, yeah, that's cool. And they only remember it when they're in the same room. After that, they forget. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah. yeah. And Doctor Who has a long history of doing that, where they have multiple Doctors meet up. Exactly. Which I think is so awesome every time it happens. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I also I've seen uh, Eric. I think I heard it from you, and I've mm. seen it other places that like uh, we will never again reach this height uh, with any no. game. And I no, it. I I don't think it's possible. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I will go back and watch all of mm-hmm. these movies, and probably in order, I will watch them and enjoy it and love it just as much. But I don't right. think there's any way they're ever going to capture lightning in a bottle like this. No. They're not, it, but I think also that doesn't mean that these movies aren't going to. There's still a chance that these movies will still be as good. Like, I don't oh know. yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying the quality of the films themselves are going to fall down. It's but, the build-up. but I don't exactly. care. That's the thing. Like, yeah. if they do, so what? Like, I had yeah. these. Yeah, that. And although on the to play the other side of that, like with the money Black Panther made. Uh, I could see an Avengers movie being led by Chadwick Boseman uh, doing gangbusters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not that they're never going to do another Avengers movie. I think it's more like they're going to do multiple Avengers movies. Yeah. Luke. That's what's going to happen. So yeah. I, what, what Eric's saying, at least to me, is like I think Return of the Jedi was like a thing. Most of us were not alive for it. I don't know if you were, Eric. Uh, of course I was. Yeah, dude, I was born in 78. Come on. So, uh, I, I, you don't have to dance around it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's that's part of the show, is making fun of me being the oldest man on Earth. Um, but, like, that was the, like, has there ever been before that, like, two movies that led into a third? Like, I feel like it, You mean a, a hugely popular ongoing film saga? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Not not with that kind of shared plot and like I, I've I've said this many times before and I thought about this a lot. The Godzilla movies and the James Bond movies predate Marvel, right? And yep. there's multiple uh, iterations and you know sequels, but like there's not a running story from the those only movies. other franchise. Yeah. There's only like two other franchises that kind of ran this long, and they were mostly simultaneously, which is Harry Potter mm-hmm. and Twilight. Yeah. yeah. And it's also exciting, like James Bond and anything else that, or Godzilla, like they 
they never took the culture zeitgeist like the Marvel no. films have. Like they sure. they've they've never been something that people are like, I I'm waiting for that next James Bond movie or I'm waiting for that Godzilla sure. film. There's there's niche groups that are, but it's not something well, that like the yeah. dude who's watching the game at the Wild Wings will be like, oh man, I can't wait to see that next Marvel movie. Yeah. Like well, yeah. I would say it's not for the extended period of time that these Marvel movies have been. Uh, there was a couple years there in the 60s where people were obsessed with espionage and spies. That's why there's some TV shows about it. But it died. You're not wrong. It, it died. It, like, but, I'm, but you're, but you're exciting. It's a mystery. It's you're a, saying like espionage in general is what people were obsessed yeah. with. Correct? Yeah. James that's, Bond was sort of the uh, catalyst for that. Like it, that's, it, that's it still not, that. that's not the same as I'm excited about this movie, which is the next in the series of films that are all leading to one place. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I'm saying for the, for the extended, you're again, you're right for 10 years. It's been like that though. Yeah. For 10 for ten years, for James Bond, it was like two movies where people were even close to that excited, and it wasn't really about the movies. It was about how sexy Sean Connery was. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like it was literally like men kind of had boners for Sean Connery and the and how, he, how he put women in his place. Oh, you beat me! I was gonna say, snap a bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say they're excited to see what the new bruises on the back of his hand look like. <laughs> right. It was. It was not really about the movies. It was like, I am James Bond. I can just fucking like joke, joke a bit. Sean Connery. There is a little bit of that with like with Marvel now, because like people like love these actors now. That's true. Before before Marvel, no one gave a fuck about Chris Evans. That's true. It's love for the franchise, like. There are people who will tell you up and down that Doctor Strange is one of the best movies ever made, and I don't agree with that. But whatever, I don't, I don't care. You know, it's fine. I, I enjoy it, but I'm not even going to say it's the best movie ever made. That's ridiculous. Yeah. There are people who think it's a, an amazing film, and that's that's fine. That's that's film culture. That's like you do you. You like what you like, um, and that's fine. But it, I think it comes out of the fact that Marvel has become this brand that we associate with these sort of positive feelings and it's very dependable. And I think that dependability has earned it something that a lot of those other franchises don't. Um, yeah. I, I think you're right. It's like niches. Like I will watch every Godzilla movie that ever comes out period from this point yep. forward. Even if I don't like them. Uh, I'll watch Shin Godzilla a million times and I, don't like that movie as much as a lot of other people. I was gonna um, say, as far as the perspective on the other side goes, like it, I didn't watch Aquaman to the other day because I've now come to associate the DC film brand as synonymous with shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't feel like pumping two and a half hours into a movie that I feel like could be bad. Luckily, everything I've so, seen from that movie so far is amazing. I so th- this is the other thing. I have that same sort of allegiance to Marvel as for James Wan. Like, I watched The Nun knowing that James Wan had nothing to do with that movie, but I love James Wan. So, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I like, of other things we're talking about, the only one that I could think got even close to like the zeitgeist level is maybe Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's 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 thing, and it still wasn't because it started off as like a straight kids movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. and Harry yeah. Potter going into it, you. I mean, unless unless the first one had failed miserably, which I don't think there was any way it 
could because of what it is. Yeah. You went in knowing exactly how many movies there were going to be yes. to an extent and what how it was like going to end. Yeah. 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 Well, so also here's the other thing. I don't think there's anybody who exists who's as diehard in love with those Harry Potter movies as some of the people that I've met in my life who are just insane about Harry Potter as a, as a concept. People really movie for that. They're like that because of the films. Those are all book readers. All the people mm-hmm. who really love it. Those are people who have read the books multiple times who, and they go back and read them again and who again. Who know their house by like by like memory. Like, so like, yeah, they're like, I am one-fourth this house and... <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. These are the people who read the histories of the custodians of Hogwarts. Like, yeah, like that's a different level, and it, but it is hey, real based in the. Why board. would they need custodians? They're just shaking their pants and making it disappear. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> or like people who can tell you that the reason why nearly headless Nick is nearly headless is because the bloody Baron killed him because he stole his wife. Exactly. Yeah. Oh wait. Oops. 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 Sorry. Wait. Revealed a little bit of myself. So that's um, where, like, I think it goes back to. I think like the only fandom that's kind of where the only thing that kind of got was like a previous to this is Star Wars. It's like the only thing that really you can kind of compare, but it's like three movies to the 10 that just straight in a row. Why have we been doing this since 2009? Kids that like don't know the world that this doesn't exist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's also interesting to just be able to sit back and be like, all right, so we're seeing basically what, a bunch of kids version of star Wars is going to be, but they got mm-hmm. 11 years of it instead of, and it's still having going. to exactly. And having to go back and rewatch stuff that hasn't really lived up to it with the exception of last Jedi and force awakens. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's fascinating. Cause like I, I have a brother who was born in 2000. Uh, it shows. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and his connection to these movies is it's weird because like he, because he grew up with them, he has this weird thing where he's able to be like, yeah, no, that movie was bad. And I'm not able to do that. Uh, but he still has this like inherent connection to it. And like, he, he tried, he called me a couple times after uh, Captain Marvel to just talk about how much he loved that movie and like his, and how like it gave him like feelings about Marvel stuff in general. Um, hmm. Despite the fact that like he had some of the, critical things to say about it so there's a weird connection that those kids are gonna have that is very star wars-esque the people who got really upset when the prequels came out because they grew up on the originals and they sat through this new version which is like 30 years removed or some shit or 15 years removed i think from uh return of the jedi Mm -hmm. i cannot see being upset over the prequels and then like walking away going what the fuck was that yeah Yeah. that's that's gonna be yeah. That's about right because I think Return came out in '83, so yeah. There's a bigger yeah. gap between the Return. I mean, bigger gap between Sith and uh, Force Awakens. I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at the end of this cycle, it's about to start. There are going to be people who are talking about how the first cycle was better than the second cycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, gonna, that's honestly the third trilogy is the worst trilogy. People who defend the second cycle but don't like the third cycle. Um, uh, but both of them are not going to like the people that like the first cycle the most. Um, so, but yeah, then, it's going to be really interesting. Anything that lasts this long, people are going to do that because people, people like having, like, they're like having the discussions, but they also like being, like, different. Yeah. It's like yeah. people who people who grew up with the original Star Trek 
people who grew up with Star Trek movies and people who grew up with TNG. Uh, those are three different groups of people. And yeah. sometimes they don't like each other. <laughs> I really prefer Next Generation um, because that was what I watched with my dad. That's honestly uh, for two. If I'm being honest, with you. I watched the original series with my dad from time to time, but genera- Next Generation always enthralled me a little more. Um, and to this day, I still have fondness for Next Generation stuff. Like, yeah. I think um, First Contact is so fucking fun. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a good movie. That's just a fantastic film. Like, oh, it's, like let's make a Star Trek movie, but with zombies. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I don't know what happened because Jonathan Franks directed. I think two other Star Trek movies, but with that one, like it, it's so weird because he just did it right. Like he did everything you would want a Star Trek movie featuring the Borg to be, and it's just yeah. Uh, and he's somebody who's like, yeah, I could take or leave the show that made my career. <laughs> I, I could, I, I'm yeah. fine with. Here, I'll direct the fuck out of your movie. Um, I think we can transition to Far From Home stuff, which was the first yeah. trailer. I have ever seen to give a spoiler warning before watching. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. it's alive. Well, there's that. I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. Um, well, yeah, it's warning. Um, they kind of revealed. That's the thing. They don't really. I mean, they don't say what happened, but they are showing you direct results, yeah. and you well, can kind of pieces together. I mean, I think the biggest thing is that they're they're telling you about Iron Man not being around anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's really the 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 revelation. Um, and that's why the trailers started to be shown at the end of Endgame, um, which is interesting. Uh, well, I think it's them trying to pivot Peter as like someone who could potentially like lead the Avengers. Yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's going to happen. I've we've, I mean, we really haven't done like a big speculation episode. We want to, I know. Um, but I think that there's going to be sort of a younger, a young Avengers type setup. And Peter's probably going to be the leader. I don't. Uh, I don't think they would do anything like that until they could cement something with Sony more so than they have. I think I, it would I, be a fool's errand to do so. Yes, I think that. Well, I, I've said this also. I think that their backup is Shiri uh, because they know how much people like that character, um, and it's very easy to swap those two characters out. I also, just, with Sony, like I, there's a new, there's a new person in charge over there, right? Yes, mm-hmm. which queen has yeah. moved on to universe. I, I have to imagine that, like, with her leaving, would go the hyper paranoid, like we must keep this thing, and I must be on it at all times kind of feeling. Maybe that went with her. I think the people who the financial people, like the the people who own stock in Sony, I think that they are not as bound by ego as the people who run it day to day. Yeah, they were probably uh, looking at go look at this money you're pulling in by working with. Look how much money you can make by working with Marvel and sharing the profits, as opposed yeah. to making two movies like Amazing Spider-Man one and two and losing money. Also, yeah. the possibility of them flopping is very high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just try movies and be consistent in how much you're earning. Well, how bad Sony is doing with every other movie that they put it this way. Would you rather accept a blank check from Disney uh-huh. or, or make Spider-Man movies that could potentially fail and then make you possibly close your film division? Yep. Well, yeah, that would just poison the well of Spider-Man, which is yeah. what we've been holding on to. They were, they were booted again three years later, and because mm-hmm. people would be fucking fatigued with the third or fourth reboot in a row, they would just stop going. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just can't do what they're doing forever. That's the well, just continue with the animated stuff. You found what works. It was amazing. It won an Oscar. Honestly, <laughs> though, 
I feel like part of Amazing Spider-Man one and two's biggest issues were that uh, were that even like the layman because I use my wife as a barometer a lot of times for things that that she might not realize I'm using her for a barometer as. But like when she saw the first trailer for Amazing Spider-Man, she's like, "Wait, there's they're doing it again." Like why? <laughs> and and she doesn't really she likes some comic book movies that we watch, but she's not really a big fan. But the fact that even she was like, Oh, why are they doing this again? Like that should have been a big sign for Sony. Not saying just my wife's opinion. I'm saying in general though that the layman, for lack of a better term, is like yeah. um why are you there, doing there this? Are, there are people I've met who thought that the Dark Knight Rises was like the eighth movie in a series from Tim Burton's Batman. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But still, like, there were I'm trying to think how many years it was. There was at least eight years between uh, Batman and Robin and Batman Begins. Yeah, and then I think that that was too soon. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we got Dark Knight out of it and all that stuff. But it's like, like, it's a different world than to now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just. Yeah, but um, how the what's the difference between Dark Knight Rises and BVS? Mm, yeah, it's not that yeah. long. Seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. And we'll yeah. roll into like one of the other when we get to DC stuff. Like we have another one coming. What four years later? Yeah. Well, it's the same Batman, most likely. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, Nobody can confirm a fucking thing about that. I know. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Because like, yeah. if he just shows up and starts hanging out with like, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, well, the actor, like, I'm talking about the like the oh. current known consistent actors we've seen in this universe so far. Now like, yeah, like how weird is it going to be? Like, oh, hello, Bruce. It's been a long time. You don't look as gray and large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, before before we go down this path, though, is there anything else anybody wants to say from about Far From Home? Yeah, because I did, I did, I did want to bring up, I did want to bring up the one thing that's in the newest trailer is, and I, I think it's misdirection, but I also, yeah. excuse me, um, I also think it, uh, it might actually be a little bit of truth in there about other dimensions. Oh, the multiverse, yeah. yeah. Because it would be it would yeah. be the perfect thing to follow up Endgame with mm-hmm. to actually make a movie after a big Avengers film have some weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and instead of the Infinity Stones being your through line, like this idea of multiple realities that you become aware of and possibly like uh, things intersecting and kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah. that could be your through line. Yeah. And that's that's a great way to introduce all the new acquisitions that Marvel mm-hmm. Disney has now. Yeah. yeah, it's a really smart way to just like, oh, there's a here's a portal to another universe, and look, it's uh, the X Men. Yeah, fully X-Men. powered and fully trained. Hey, look yeah. at that. We don't have like, to go through like, stories. Flash did that flawlessly, I think, with uh, mm-hmm. the Supergirl crossover because it's like, well, we put this character in a, in a show that's exists in her own universe and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, we have a guy who runs so fast. He can punch a hole in space and jump, jump over to her earth. And they're like, all right, problem solved. <laughs> her. Exactly. Um, Katie Cassidy played yeah. Laurel and then she died. And then yeah. she was replaced by earth to Laurel. And we just accept that. Like it comes yeah. up frequently. There have been five oh, Earth Wills. Yeah, I was like, oh, we've, seen, we've, seen, we've seen 15 wells. I'm just waiting for them. Oh my, you just made me pop in a great idea. They need to do a gender swapped wells. They do. 
<laughs> I don't know who you get to play that. Well, no, they get the actress who plays his wife. That's what. They oh, do. that's a great idea. Henry, Henrietta she, Wells. Yes, <laughs> she's the uh, genius in that universe, and Tom Cavanaugh's just the pretty, you know, other person. You know, that's. The thing. I, do, I do want to say about Far From Home before we go too off topic. Uh, I, I'm, I'm. This is like the first Marvel movie in a while where I'm like, because Endgame was this as well, but like, I'm, I'm like really excited going into because like. There's something about not knowing what's next. That mm-hmm. Also, there's something about anyone just just blasting Mysterio in his like completely faithful glory on screen. That's so yeah. immediately yes. like, yes, I'll go to your movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they pulled a character that we one have not seen a version of ever live action, and yeah. that is an awesome, goofy comic book character, mm-hmm. and they got a really good actor to play him. And yeah. Yeah. loved that suit so much, he insisted on it being in the film more. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And also, like, there's this weird meta thing of he almost played Peter Parker in a Spider-Man yep. War yep. that almost happened. Like, it well, might have been a better movie. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't like. I'm I'm into it. Also, this is sort of the same thing that we had with Ant-Man and the Wasp, where I just want to see what's next. Like, I want to see. Mm-hmm. What happens next? You know, I, if I was gonna add anything to Endgame, it would be like twenty more minutes of just like, well, what do they do now? Like, well, yeah, actually, one of the reasons why I didn't run out and go see Captain Marvel because I'm like, that's not, it's not gonna, it's not pushing anything forward. I just, I'm aware of her existence and I know she's gonna be important. That's that's mm-hmm. fine. But the extra twenty minutes is uh, Luis explaining the entire Marvel. Yes, that's true. That's Which- what. That should be there, yeah. Which our, our Lord and Savior Kevin had said they actually did that, I think, for Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. So it might, it, it, it's going to possibly be on the Blu-ray? Yeah, I'm hoping. I need it. I, need I it. want I want that. I want Luis explaining the entire five-year gap between uh, the snap and Scott's return. I want part of the middle of his story to be about our Mad Max-esque adventure he had. <laughs> I was the king of the wastelands. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he has the ant from the from the the first movie. Like the yes, <laughs> yes. He has an entire colony of ants at his command. He yes. just rules New Mexico. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't got to do anything anymore. The ants do it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I guess now we can hurt our feelings again. Well, no. Well, no. Well, okay. I, I mean, we're all excited about Robert Pattinson taking. I, Yes, right. I kind of love that, honestly. Yes, yeah. I wish. Like, I, I, I would have loved it more if it was like five or six years ago. But I still love it. Yeah. I, uh, I, the problem with that is, if you think the Twilight rea- like like recoil is bad oh, now, oh, bad now, yes, yes. I would have rather had a younger Bruce. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I get that, but I feel like Warner Brothers DC is obsessed with having somebody who's like 35 or older playing that. I thought he was my age. What the fuck? No, yeah, he's my he's me and Connor's age. No, he's, he's uh, been playing high schoolers. He played high schoolers for like 10 years or something. Like, yeah. you know, like, like yeah. he looks young. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, like, he does. He's no Toby Maguire, like being 35 in high school. He's oh, like, and since 33. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's working for him is that he's looked the same for the past decade. Mm-hmm. So, and I think he's—I think he's a great choice. That if 
if rumors, which as Arlen pointed out early, there's nothing that's been goddamn confirmed at all. But if rumors are to be believed that this is going to focus more on the detective aspect of Batman, like I want somebody who isn't gigantic and just punches crime. Yeah, like I, I, want I want someone who actually solves it. I want him to. I want him to be sitting in a chair with like his hand on his like fist, staring at the back computer, well, like like Michael. Mm-hmm. The first, like a lot of what he does in, in the first Batman movie, is brewed by himself, surrounded by fucking screens. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want that with the suit. I want him with the suit on, but with the the cowl, like kind of behind yes. his pulled neck. back. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just like Alfred bringing him cucumber sandwiches and being like anything. It's like it's working. Like, like yeah, his like yeah, his hands his hands TP'd and his yeah. index fingers against his nose and just staring at the screen. Yeah. That's, that's all I want out of a, a younger Batman. Yeah. I mean yeah. which I want, you know, destroyer of worlds Alfred from DC uh <laughs> universe. God, that character's fucking good. But mm-hmm. I also I also think Pattinson can do a great job as Bruce. Well, that's most of the job is Bruce. Like, yeah, yeah as, like, as far as his Batman stuff goes, like, look at his fucking chin. Of course, he's gonna rock that cow. Yeah, yeah. got chin like and a cinder No, he's gonna. Be like his great actor. Actor. Yeah, I feel like the suit design has to be like they, they cannot do tactical bullshit like I, the, the Nolan stuff. I, I um, really dislike that bat suit from Dark Knight. Eh. Mm. Kind of, kind of off topic. Uh, well, it is on topic, but. Uh, this is more directed to Arlen. Did you see the the Twitter c- campaign Henry Zabrowski's having to play the Penguin in Batman? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm into it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I need that. I need him to like face Robert Pattinson. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, who, who is doing this? Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Honestly, so- like, uh, that would be an interesting character in general. Like. I don't know. I, I really hope that in this movie they do like deep cut characters like a ca- uh, calendar man or something really walking like or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, on the Zabrowski thing, I'd love him as the condiment king. I think yes. that's yes. so good. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as the bat suit goes, like, I kind of want something a little bit more techie, but yeah, not that yeah. super hyper grounded thing from uh, Dark Knight. Well, that's, that was what Nolan's films were about. Yeah. When it was a super grounded Batman. I mean, they were. Yeah, well, they I, were uh, by the third movie, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Um, and they wanted him to turn his head. Like that was their thing. Yeah. yeah. My problem that's like, and I didn't see the problems with it uh, until I actually used it in Batman: Arkham Knight, um, where like I watched Batman, who is this like fucking ridiculously beefed out monster of a man. Uh, who also has this big, giant, bulky, protective, like, intimidating suit on, and then I switch the Dark Knight outfit, I'm like, I shrank by 40%. Like, <laughs> yeah. half the terror is gone now. I mean, I, I think it's great that Origins did a version of that suit as well. It's just, like, the suit that you wear, and it worked so much better because yeah. it made more sense. Like, it fit to his body better. Yeah. So, but I feel like I do like the Affleck suit a lot. Like I like that it looks clothier. I think we'll get some version of that on it. Like assuming that they really are trying to sort of match his Batman to some degree. I would love to actually see him in like that dark instead of a black, like the super dark blue would be interesting. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, do like the Neil Adams era. Yeah, the Batman. Neil Adams with yeah. like giant ears and like the mm-hmm. giant like, yellow symbol in the chest. I do, like, I do like the yellow symbol. I kind of hope they do bring yeah. it. I love the Neil Adams suit. That's like one of my favorite like Batman suit designs. Yeah. Well, yeah, Grant Morrison has said that's his favorite version of Batman. It, the colors work so well together. It's like mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also wouldn't mind uh, some like New Fifty Two slash current uh, aesthetics yeah. brought to you. That, that's like fancy lines. <laughs> I'm, thinking of, um, I'm thinking of this director, the, the director who they got, whose name is escaping me. Um, I'm just thinking of his work so far. Wait, is it Reeves? Yeah, Matt, Matt Reeves. He tends to go pretty realistic with his stuff, but there's always a sense of like, I don't know. A, like a hint of goofiness, like even in the apes movies, like the the the, the ape holding two machine guns, riding on. Yeah. Um, I mean, that <laughs> should should uh, speak to what like you know his sense of humor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Shut up. So I, I think the suit will be. I think it'll be pretty similar to Snyder's. It will be kind of grounded, but there will be like little goofy aspects to it that don't quite make sense. Which I'm well, just stuff they can do with the technology now, like just CGI the cape in. Like so, that yeah. you just don't even have to have it there. Amazing to me. Yeah, like the uh, the warehouse sequence from BVS. I'm like, there was no. <laughs> I could swear. <laughs> yeah, they're getting really good at that. Like Thor didn't have a cape in any of the Thor movies. I don't. Yeah. Think. It, no, he did. It like comes. It like comes and goes randomly. Because like it's supposed to just like when he decides it kind of just like unflur. No, it wasn't there. I mean, like he. It oh wasn't no, no, there. yeah. He just has a little red thing on it. Yeah, like he has like he's wearing this thing, but like so many times his cape is CGI, like mm-hmm. totally CGI, and so uh, visions obviously is CGI a lot of the time as well. Um, yeah, I know. Like Supergirl does it with their with Martian Manhunter. Like he has the he wears the suit, and mm-hmm. then he has the stuff all over his face. To like, they swap out oh, his face. That, that's actually really cool. That they, do you ever, do you ever yeah. stop and think about how horrifying that must be for the other actors? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just to have to like look at this dude who has like whose face oh, isn't um doesn't doesn't fucking Josh Brolin have like a big stick on his back with Thanos' head? Like, yeah, I yes. don't know where it's supposed to. Be. <laughs> yeah, they do the same thing with the Hulk. Like somebody runs around with it, like. Well, no, it's Ruffalo. He's wearing like a, he's wearing like skin tight stuff, and then he's wearing like basically Hulk gloves, like the, yeah. the same <laughs> gloves that they've been using for years. The sort of uh, gloves and. Uh, well, yeah, and uh, Sean Gunn mm-hmm. went around with a, a rocket on top of his head, like Rocket's head on top of his, yeah. because he was the stand-in for a rocket. Yeah, he's a good boy. Um, so we want to talk about uh, uh, crisis and stuff. Sure, I'll uh, see uh, let's all get real excited about it. Uh, this is I mean, the point where the this is the point where the four people who listen to our show are starting to realize, huh? They don't really talk about CW stuff that much yeah. anymore. You, you want to know why? Because <laughs> it, because a couple of bad seasons throughout some shows really abused us, um, and absorbing right. that all in large quantities had become taxing. Here, here, I'm not going to say that. It's just the here, amount. Here's yeah. what I've learned over the, the, the process. Of, if you ha- if you watch something for... How long have we been doing this? Three years? Four years? Three or three years. We're in the middle of season three. <laughs> yeah. So, after a while, I start to get a little bored of these shows. 
Uh, I am quickly not becoming a fan of these shows, if I'm being honest with you. I'm actually, I, I miss them now that we don't actually have to go out of our way to watch them. Um, which is one of the reasons why I've been kind of overjoyed with Flash this season, because not only is it bringing a bunch of stuff back that I like, but I'm not having to sit there and go like, wow, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. And I have to talk about it. Um, yeah. Like when I, miss, when we did, uh, yeah, when we, when we did, Raku for Movie Dumpster. I remember liking that movie, and then I sat down to watch it for critical standpoint. I was like, "This fucker's two and a half hours. What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, and then realized it was two and a half hours and lots of poppycock. Um, yep. Still kind of like pop it, up though. funnies, pop yeah. up funnies. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's fucking Woody Harrelson impression kills me every time. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Notice how we automatically want to talk about a podcast that some of us on this show listen to rather than. The shows that we watch. Um, well, I do. Uh, who's actually, this? We watch this show, motherfucker. I haven't watched any of this stuff in quite a while. Um, so I, I, I understand that, though. I'm really excited for Crisis and Infinite Earth, especially because all the other stuff aside, uh, the crossovers have been consistently fantastic. Yeah, no, absolutely. I finished. I finished Flash and I finished Arrow, and like way. I, because not all of us have watched it. Like the way Arrow kind of wraps it up, I was just like, "Man, this is going to be like some heavy ass shit." Yeah, all, and like Flash ends with a fucking bummer too. Like Flash yeah. ends with basically a flat out defeat. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the villain's like, "Fucking bye." <laughs> oh, that's something. <laughs> like, he's like, he's a, "See you at the next crisis." Yep. Yeah, it does. That does sound familiar. I'm, I'm really. I've decided that I'm a hardcore Arrow fan. So at this point, like, oh, you got about Arrow. Um, yeah, I only have to. I only have eight more episodes to go. After no, I think it's all together like sixteen for me. So okay. you make it sound like a prison sentence. It, it is <laughs> eight more. Eight more episodes, man. I'm almost out. <laughs> I mean, that's the point where I will start to be like, yeah, that's we could not do CW and not worry about it. Like, I don't care. Um, do you promise? A similar boat where we're both just like, fuck the CW. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's sad because like, they've all been good this season. Like, especially like Supergirl. It's, it's not that, okay. It's not that it's it's good or bad. It's, I'm tired of it. <laughs> You are at the CW where I'm, I'm at with wrestling. Yes. <laughs> or I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm like vitriolic. Let's put it that way. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to justify, though, what Hunter's saying. At this point, Hunter, you have watched as much CW as there as the entire run of Smallville. Yes, that's how much. Yeah. That's how much yeah. CW watched. Wow, that big of a fan. That's the thing. I haven't watched that much, and I'm just at like, nah, no, I can't do well, this anymore. You were already coming in with some like, really? You want me to watch this? Like, really? Uh, I, so, but that's the that thing. Like, since, I, since you didn't come in on the ground floor, like you're gonna look, you're gonna see stuff crack right away because, um, yeah, especially with like, um, like Flash season one is really fucking good. Um, yeah, it is. What I watched of it, yeah. And then you like, if you start in season three, you're like, this is what everyone's talking about. Yeah, and he started with us in season four, like. Yeah. Was it season four? I can't. Yeah, I don't know. It was, at, it was right after Savitar. And yeah. Then oh, we yeah. yeah, it was after Savitar you joined up. Um, okay. Uh, Just imagine that was not the worst villain. 
No. <laughs> I know that it was season three of Legends when you started because we had just come off of season two, and you were like, "Really, guys? This is the show that you like so much?" Um, yeah. And it took like yeah, that's first, like it took like yeah, it took like three episodes for me to to dig Legends, but even now, just I don't know, like seeing shows like Legion and just. Mm-hmm the wealth of other good shows that are out there. Like, I just, I can't, I can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to do with the season length a lot of it, like, which hopefully they learn because legends was shorter this year. Right. Wasn't it like a bunch shorter? I think they're all going to get shorter. I think, I think arrow only being eight episodes in its final season is going to do a lot for the ratings. And I don't see how CW doesn't look that and say, well, maybe they don't all need to be 22 episodes. Good. That would dispense with a big problem that a show like Flash or Supergirl has, where it's like, we have to have a stupid throwaway villain that causes a temporary problem that no one ever talks about again. Filler. But the problem is, it's like, it's, and I will bring it back to Smallville, it's like, that's because that show did that, and they do all this, they copy so much from that show. Oh. Like, as like a backbone or a skeleton, it's like, you know, it's been... 20 years do fucking change I have, I, have one, I have a demand for the future of this sh- this series yeah. of this network and that is to and i'm backing up for dramatic effect redesign barry's fucking suit okay. oh my god it's so bad they did apparently <laughs> they do a couple they, little things apparently yeah. they redesigned in mid-season too to like tighten up the neck and mm-hmm. it still doesn't look good it's it look he looks like a fucking professional uh like cyclist I like I know it's super apparently it's like super uncomfortable for him, but like yeah. he needs the chain wrap thing. I mean, that that's my perspective. Like I, I'm okay with it knowing that Grant is like comfortable and like he doesn't come to work every day and be like, fuck this show. Like I I'm okay with that if if his suit looks a little bit bad, I'll be honest. You know? Give, just give him give him a Captain America helmet and call it a day. Like yeah. that is I mean really easy. Yeah. I mean on that note, like um I hate the Avengers costume, Captain America. But like, oh God, yeah. that was if that was his favorite costume to wear. If he was like, I love that costume and it was super comfortable, and that's all he wanted to wear, I would put up with it because I like Chris Evans as a person enough. Luckily, he hates that costume. Yeah. It's his <laughs> least favorite costume to wear. Uh, I hate that. Uh, at the same time, with Barry's suit, like when you put him next to Eobard again, you're like, wow, that design is really lame. Um, Which is funny. Because- like, I feel like Eobard's suit, especially the face piece, somehow maybe it's just like the head, like Grustin's head just looks. It's like I guess it maybe just has like a narrower head, but it doesn't look yeah. like the Eobard suit's like uncomfortable as the or Eobard, as uncomfortable. Out comfortable. I think they made it a size big because they knew that they were going to have to have Kavanaugh and directors. Yeah, well, there are there are two reverse flash suits for production. One was for Letcher and yeah. one was for Kavanaugh. And when Letcher came was was used in season one and two, um, he didn't have his own suit. He was wearing Tom's and had stories about how he was squished into that thing, which is why in like. The return yeah. of our slash episode from season two, he looks like he's ready to burst because, <laughs> because exactly. the suit is killing him. Um, but uh, with Tom, like that suit makes him look way he less looks, thin. He looks huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's bad. Is a strong man. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, the Christian yeah. I think is going to be really fucking fun. Um, yeah. And the teasers have been great. The Legends of Tomorrow teaser is the fucking best because 
I want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it, but I, I will if no one cares. It's not consequential. It's not a speech. It's not like anything else. <laughs> no, do it. I mean, um, I'm going to forget. So There's just a quick sequence of a, like, I guess the legends are doing some kind of like circus routine kind of thing. I haven't seen the episode yet, so I can't take the context, but they pan to the crowd who are all cheering and real quick, the monitor is smiling and shoving popcorn into his mouth. And that's all you Which, talk about a guy that's in an uncomfortable suit, but that suit is also, like, amazingly designed by comic yes. accurate. Every time I look, yes. at, I look at different, I'm like, that suit is so lovingly made. Well, it's not and just like, comic book accurate. It's movie level. Like, I, yeah, I it's really show up just Yeah, just... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you put movie. it next to Grant Gustin and, like, look at that piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's because, like, the for some reason, the Flash suit, like, I get the Green Arrow one being leather. They need to, like, not have Flash in, like, leather stuff anymore. No. I mean, it just doesn't work. So uh, my understanding is that it is still the same costume department working on all the shows, and it's like, yeah, I guess we don't have money to, like, go out and do other fabrics, I guess. That's, that's like, the Martian Manhunter is not, like, a leather. Supergirl, I guess the skirt is... Uh, yeah. Hers is the first one where they were like... Barry's, Barry's season one suit, the maroon one, looked less leathery, but like, looked like it had a cloth-like texture to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like pleather of some sort. I also, like, I really miss that suit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure Grant Gustin doesn't miss wearing it, though. <laughs> oh, probably not. It's the only, they only really changed it this year. Like, the first suit and the second suit are basically the exact same suit. Yeah. Just with, like, a slightly different color. Yeah, it's been like small changes here and there, really. Um, but this first, this was the first time they really radically changed it. Um, so it just looks like a bicycle helmet with like on his head. Yeah, I think they should just take off the neck. I think that that will fix a lot of things. Take off his neck, are you crazy? Yeah, I have actually on the list Batwoman. Uh, did anybody actually see the trailer? Or yeah, I, I watched it. I did, and like uh, maybe it's because I didn't find her that remarkable in Elseworlds or something, but like it exists. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, the trailer looks good, but yes. I just like I, what's I, that? Like, I like all the people involved and the characters. Yeah. Like, they are using her like really her only main villain is like straight up who they're doing, which is an interesting yeah. character. Yeah, exactly. But I just, I, it's gonna fall to the same problems that all the CW shows do. I mean, it's Arrow, like yeah, Arrow replacement. This show is Arrow, and it's like, well, I mean, I'm glad that they found their Arrow replacement so fast, and like, I'm glad that Arrow. I'm not gonna watch it really. Like, I'll check it out, you know, and it'll be part of the crossovers, I assume. But nah. Yeah, I'm good. If I want Ruby Rose, I'll watch John Wick two again. Fucking that's yeah. part of the problem is that like it's because she is the, the person I'm going to spend the most time with. I'm like, I don't trust her to 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 carry that relationship. <laughs> better yeah. in the trailer. I think she's better in that trailer than she is in all of that episode. I so. agree. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. The actress uh, who plays her, who is she playing Montoya? Um, she did see like it, I don't know if they say the name and she's dated several cops in the comic book. Okay, yeah. She's dated Montoya and Maggie Sawyer. Well, it's not Montoya. That actress, I've seen her in a lot of stuff, 
including MTV's Teen Wolf. Um, oh boy, God damn it! She's great. Uh, she's great in that show. Uh, so been I, for a while for another one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Like I might watch it just because for her. I don't know. She's she's good. I, I, don't, I don't. I just I thought we had to say something about it because it's our. I think the most interesting, most interesting part of the trailer is there were like how she like the reveal with the suit and they're used the way they're using i think it's lucius right yeah that's kind of the impression i got yeah like, i don't think you don't think it's Luke. i don't think it's his son well i think I it's think that bat wing yeah i think that is i think he's gonna a bat wing suit at one point oh really yeah i think he will i guarantee huh. it almost if it's luke then yeah he should but that's the thing is they're completely changing luke based on the actor and how they're playing him yeah yeah but I can get, I can kind of understand that because Luke is kind of like Bruce, except that he's black because he's like he's an Olympic athlete, he's an MMA fighter, and he's a genius. Right. I mean, he sounds like a, another character who's been on these shows. But yes. Um, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, what's his name? That's uh, terrific. terrific. Yeah. Who's name? God is already his name. Um, yeah. I will say this: like I, I kind Luke of anticipate. Fox. Yeah. Uh, I anticipate more pushback from the crowd who is uh, like very anti stop giving us peripherals to Batman uh, as a TV show. Yeah. Which this is less offensive. um, uh, But every time I see a trailer for Alfred, I'm like, that's fucking real. Yeah. I keep forgetting it's real. I like the idea of that though enough. Like, I think it's it's an interesting idea. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a, like part of the Air Force, right? That's this whole thing. Uh, they change it all the time. Because, like, I would say the yeah. best one, Snyder did a run with it, um, like at the very beginning of Rebirth. Uh, I think it was Snyder or whoever was writing it was it was All Star Batman, and like, yeah, it kind of took a turn on Knight and Squire with Alfred. It was yeah. real interesting. Yeah, I heard yeah, about that. The, his daughter was working with them like full time. Yes, Penny uh, too. I'm. Uh, I'm. Favorable of Earth One Alfred, who has one leg, who like is like <laughs> like you stupid petulant boy, come at me and fucking fights Bruce in his room. <laughs> <laughs> and if Alfred's like, you're a fucking pussy, and then Bruce kicks his wooden leg off, and Alfred's like, touche. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did another. I'm trying to think, they did another interesting thing in the books where him and Wintergreen, which is like Deathstroke's buddy, were like in the same unit in like the British okay. SAS. Uh, also, yeah. I, it's it's never going to achieve the heights of Injustice Alfred, who took a super pill and is headbutting Superman into a concussion state. Um, it's one of the finest Alfred panels ever made. Yes. Even if it's uh, the following issue is uh, Victor Zaz sneaking into the Batcave and stabbing Alfred to death. Because Injustice. <laughs> Even if it's everything following the first like 12 issues of Injustice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that com- that Injustice season two comic like petered out and no one's talked about this. Thing. Yeah, isn't isn't Injustice fun, everybody? Oh yeah, uh, the games are. So I I am a sucker for Elseworld stuff, but no, yeah. no, I can't. I, it's just, I really, no. Here's the thing: I really like the concept of Injustice, like Superman being like, "Yo, fuck all this." But like the comics just went so far with it. <laughs> right now, the problem with the comics is that you set up a five year timeline. Where by the end of it, you know that Superman still holds power, is still running the world, and has faced little to no opposition. Which means that for five years, you're going to watch people you like get beaten, get killed, and get demoralized. And that's all. 
beyond that, though, we've also seen Superman, what, he's defeated Green Lanterns, he's essentially defeated all magic, he's defeated gods, like, he is, he's unstoppable, and yet then somehow in the game, he's all of a sudden able to be. Well, yeah, well, uh, the first game has, like, a, a, a shortcut, which is bring in another Superman. But the second game, at least Batman was like, hey, I've been working on the suit for five years and it's laced with kryptonite. Come at me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't know. I, uh, uh. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Uh, what is... Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe Michael Rooks. Finish line. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Yeah, so, we just yeah. jump into uh, the extras or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do we want to do it? Um... I know Fuck there are yeah, people out there who want to do it. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Um, so the oh, wasn't anticipating a full scene, and it scared the fuck out of me. It's yeah. Uh, that right. that scene in the book is even more fucked up, but it looks like they're doing a real good job of making it pretty terrifying. And they they managed to fuck with me for the whole time too. Like I was in it, like I was watching the film because. Like the lady is like, oh, I'm sure something's weird about her. And then like she's down the hallway and does that like glance and then the giddy hop off camera. I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. fuck this. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I think this this part of the story is going to be more horrific than the first one was. Yeah. Because they had to, they had to establish the rules in the first one. And, and now- it's also easier to scare kids like as mm-hmm. – if Pennywise is trying to freak out adults, like he's going to have to really dig. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually like it if like in this Pennywise turned into something from the first movie that terrified them. And they're like, yeah, we've, we've seen that already. And they start hitting him with baseball bats. (laughs) (laughs) That is my favorite part of that first movie. And they're all like, all right, I'm tired of this. I love that scene because never in my life have I seen a straight up horror film end with the primary antagonist getting dog walked by children yes by the reset point they're so fucking fed up with everything they're just like i gotta kill this fucking cloud. yeah let's fight this extra dimensional being who can shapeshift and conjure up spider legs at you know at a moment's notice who's got three rows of teeth and they beat the fuck out of him mm-hmm. so good I love it so much. Um, but yeah, this trailer was good, and like all the stuff they showed from the like the actual like the teaser trailer itself, uh, the clips of the movie, uh, all look great. That one yeah. shot of Bill Hader in the fucking park with uh, Pennywise flying through the air with a bunch of balloons, flying over the Paul Bunyan statue. Which yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also it just like all the Pennywise stuff looks like he's just doubled down on his abilities. Like mm-hmm. now he just looks weirder. Yeah. Well, I'd uh, I'd seen a a brief clip of Jessica Chastain on uh, one of the late night talk shows, saying that one of the scenes she was in, it was the most amount of blood ever used in a scene for a movie. Oh no! Yeah. 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 That makes me that makes me real excited. I think I know what scene that is. It's probably following the uh, what was in the teaser because, as far as I remember, she gets uh, like doesn't something similar with the blood sink happen again, but it's way more. Uh, not that I remember. It's been a while since I read the Browning in something in the trailer at some point. Oh, well, I Um, think that's, that's actually, I think going to be Adrian Mellon, which was a character uh, that doesn't really have any real bearing on the story other than they just want to show this taking place in the current time period. But he was a gay man that got beaten up by 
thugs basically acting on Pennywise's behalf, kind of like the bullies from when the kids were right. in the first movie. Yeah. And they throw him over a bridge and he's floating in water. So that's my guess if that's what you saw in the trailer. Well, it was like a white room and it was like black stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like in yeah, it's it's real it's real creepy shit. Well, um, I hope yeah. they uh, I hope they manage to outdo Evil Dead 2013 with uh, with their fucking <laughs> yeah. blood rain. Yes. Well, that that movie set another standard though in terms of the amount of vomit and other goos and, and I, goos. I saw that movie on my 18th birthday. I, I actually really love that movie. <laughs> Me too. It's so, it's so good. I love it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks good. The visuals yeah. are just fantastic. Like, just that shot of, like, Georgie inside the sewer and just, mm-hmm. uh, like, and, like, his appearance under the fucking rafters, that was, that's so good. And seeing that in a theater, it's, it's, it's fantastic. The sound and just, yeah. I'm Skarsgård. <laughs> like he's going fucking. All I am. I'm just glad that like the first movie was such a runaway hit that not only do we get the chapter two, but I feel like we should be getting more really intense, um, just straight up horror films, like theatrical horror films. Anyway, I hope we get more of them because like yeah, like yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah, but that's slowly becoming a franchise that needs to stop. Um, well, and it's, yeah. but The Conjuring is also just a different type of horror movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the same, like falling into, I mean, I, I don't know. The first it wasn't as gory as I expected it to be. I mean, it definitely still had more gore than I'd seen in a while, but that's what I'd like to see is like films that actually take a little bit more of a gory approach to movie or to horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think we can move on to the dark fate trailer. Yeah. Eh. Oh. <laughs> uh, such an overwhelming a bit of approval there um i i just don't I, like terminator that much if i'm being honest okay. it's not, it's not like i have to like terminator it's the fa- fact that i saw that trailer and it's like from tim mill where it's like okay i feel safe and then yeah. i and i saw a montage of bullshit that i've seen in every other terminator entry Terminator 2, and I got so mad. I'm so... I'm. Here's the thing. We've seen bits and pieces of the things that are on display in this trailer for the last three films. Yeah. Like that, that sequence they feature prominently, which is Lady Terminator in a tank top against Liquid Metal Terminator in a in a big fucking... Uh, a giant truck. I'm like, yeah. everything about this... Has happened before. <laughs> we, yeah. we have been here before. It's like deja fucking vu. Oh it's, like, it's still ridiculous. Like you're, well, you're cannibalizing also, salvation at this point. I feel like yeah. that trailer also kind of. I mean, I don't know if it was anything was given away that uh, the woman who's playing the uh, the Lady Terminator. I can't remember the actress's name because I right. actually like her. But I feel like they should have not given that away in this trailer. Yeah. That should have been, I don't know, a surprise. You know, yeah. like John Connor being the bad guy in Genesis. Assist, yeah, uh, Genesis. Or, yeah. or, or uh, I don't know, uh, Sam Worthington being a Terminator in Salvation. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know, what? actually, they didn't even show you the, they gave you a tease of what he was in the Salvation trailer, but you never see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? You get vague, like, I think at some point Christian Bale says, What are you? And he's like, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think he's actually one of my favorite 
the 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 Marcus Wright character is my favorite iterations of a Terminator character because mm-hmm. uh, he's it's interesting. It's like you are te- you are property of Skynet. And you are supposed to follow their instructions, but they made you with a fucking conscious and a heart and like you know the the metaphorical human soul. Like that's really interesting because now you're you have very believable conflict and it mm-hmm. goes nowhere um yeah. yeah well the real quick the the rumored ending to that originally was supposed to be that john connor got turned into a terminator he wakes up from an operating table with a terminator face and shoots everyone in the room and the movie's supposed no to no 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 the uh, the one that i'd heard was that john was going to die so they they basically transferred uh the technology from that terminator into john or whatever the case was going to be he that john was covered or they yeah. turned him into Sam Worthington. Uh, <laughs> but essentially, yeah, he it would have been that he was still the leader of the rebellion, but he was actually a Terminator underneath that had I mean, conscious. That's actually a great explanation for how or, uh, just a dude leads a revolution against robots, because mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of premises that you have to believe with the Terminator movies, but the believing that just, oh, it's just this dude, and he's the reason that we won. What's special about him? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. Mom was mentally unstable. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, Linda Hamilton. Like, back to shit I've seen before. I felt like I was watching the Genesis trailer all over again because it plays out the exact same way. Exactly. It's it's Linda Hamilton or Sarah coming in to save the day and all these other things. And it's like, and it's really bad when all I can think is like, you know, Sarah Connor Chronicles was a great show. Um, bring that back because I'm like the best version of Terminator in the last 20 years is that show. That's that's the best, and it's a show that has a lot of problems. At least Ryan Hamilton still in a good age. Yeah. And then old Arnold doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I, okay. yeah, I, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Does, I never saw Geniasis. Where does this uh-huh. new one? Genesis was like a reboot, right? It, here's the thing: no Terminator sequel since three has been technically canon because they keep re- they keep retelling you the fucking story over again and changing. Well, crucial- with the well, it's only been two movies. Well, yeah, but with the Butterfly Effect, technically every movie is a different universe. Yeah, the problem is we keep like like salvation happened. It's like oh, the future of my mother warning out never happened. Um, and uh, like all like all the things we were supposed to do never worked. Um, but then you go to Genesis and it's like they like they they fucking just rearrange set pieces and then over explain it and then they like they they double down on nostalgia and they mm-hmm. read their own rules a bunch of times and don't bother explaining anything about John Connor. Um. And then this one's rolling around, and it's like, okay, where has Sarah Connor been? Is, she, is this a different timeline? Is she from the past? Is she from the present? What the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, it's, just, yeah it's so... I feel like the franchise is fucking cursed now. Like, and, and here's the thing, you can see the seeds of something interesting. I've been saying for a while, do a Terminator movie where the Connors have nothing to do with it. Where it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, the universe is interesting. Yeah, and like it, it, I can foresee Skynet sending a robot back to like kill, I don't know, John's like fifth most important. Gen- they did that. That's the third one. Yeah, they could easily do that. He, they're just like, killing off random people. Like, you know how the third one starts though. So and, they- and like the time travel, like maybe it roasts somebody's brain, right? Um, 
or I mean, one of the robots' brains, and it just goes and kills like a random person that has nothing to do with. Anything. I was about to say, like, what if you, what, like, I don't know, send a Terminator back, you're supposed to kill John Connor, right? John Connor gets into a car accident the same day and dies. Um, exactly. You have a tangent timeline where this, you have this fucking robot who's stuck in the past, um, who maybe comes across someone else and becomes kind of like the first movie, where it's like a slasher movie, where right some rando has pissed off a killbot. What happens when the actual John Connor dies, but there are other people named John Connor in that timeline? Do those people become the John Connor at that point? Is that depends on which programming goes fucking insane and just finds a John Connor? Mm-hmm. And as we're going to find him, it creates John Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it creates the John Connor who could go and save them from the future and stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things you could do, but no, we're just going to retell. I found you, John Connor. My name is Horace. Yes, John, I know. (laughs) Um, I will say, though, Diego Luna's Terminator looks cool as shit. Yes. It's a cool design. I don't. <laughs> nobody's saying that design isn't cool. Yeah, I like the I like the uh, the the new liquid metal thing where it's like he can transfer his like matter onto another metal object and create like a duplicate of himself, or at least kind of move from place to place via metal. Yeah, yeah. I think he was moving himself in that That's scene where he was rad. in the front of the so or cool driving the truck. Yeah. yeah. Remember, remember when uh, the dude who's in Pet Cemetery, his name I can't remember. Remember when he got shot in the heart and then the Terminator regenerated using nanites? Nanites? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cool too. That was a cool idea in a shit movie. <laughs> Point is, these Terminator movies have they've had loads of good ideas. I could I argue back and forth about how the TX is a cool design, but that movie's fucking trash. It's just um, I, I think a lot of the stuff featured in Salvation is some of my favorite extra stuff in Terminator Universe because I got to see it all. Like I got to see, uh, what was it, outdated T-800s whose fake skin was falling off because they'd just been exposed to the elements for so long. T-800s yeah. uh, and 500s and like... Yeah, like... like yeah. Uh, Upgraded versions of different robots, like the first, you know, Arnold model or something like that. Um, and uh, the big robots they used to kidnap people that no one heard coming for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did silent robots. robots stomping outside, and everyone's like, We were surprised. Yeah, they learned it uh, from the faceless men, like Arya. Um, uh, <laughs> but, um, all right, do we want to move on from uh, this, yeah, uh, this shit yeah. show? Looks kind of uh, it's you know, bad. We're all gonna hate it. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Everything yeah. is terrible. Yes, everything sucks. Yeah, uh, I'm just I'm tired of um I'm tired of uh uh what's his nuts uh james signing off on these fucking sequels like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah maybe here's the thing i going into this movie hope thinking that it's going to be bad can only be helpful if it's actually good so yeah 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 Mm -hmm. i I think it'll be fun to see the action scenes and that'll be about it i think it'll be i'll complain about it afterwards that's how i feel well, about it. Here's, a, here's a fun story about geniasis or uh is that i heard they cast matt smith and my excitement went up a thousand uh, fold, and then yeah. uh he, he doesn't say anything for the first 10 minutes uh pushes his hand into john connor's face and he's never seen again <laughs> well no he's a hologram at the end of the film and barely recognizable hologram <laughs> yep Yep, uh, because that makes sense that he would be a hologram at the end of the film when that person hasn't been born yet. <sighs> very good point. 
Uh, but anyway, uh, we want to talk about Picard real quick. I mean, there's not, not much to say yeah. about it. Yeah, there's not much to say. Lou, you have seen the Discovery. The swine. I have finished season two of Discovery. Uh, and uh, I liked it. I know a lot of I, fans don't like it. so I really liked it. I actually think my favorite... One of my favorite things that it did was that it like hardcore tied into the original timeline. Yeah. So like one specific episode, it's like like crazy tied in where they showed. I, I, yeah, I heard they did some cool Pike stuff. Yeah, they straight up do re, they revisit the pilot of the original show. Yeah, and I mean, not to spoil it, but Pike is sort of given like a choice, like go on and do what is going to happen to you and live your life the way it happened in the old show or choose not to and uh, make a new destiny. And because he's who he is, he chooses to do what's right. Yeah, not make destiny. The games are right at best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Discovery is really good. I, I think it's really good. So I'm, I'm excited for this. It's show. really good. I love what they did with Spock in the show. And yeah. I like the guy that played Spock. And then when he, cleaned like when he does the stuff at the end i was like holy shit it is leonard nimoy yeah like yeah he looks more like him than quinto yeah there are moments where it's really uncanny um so yeah i'm i'm the the picard trailer is not really a lot like it's a lot of voiceover and it's it's a woman of some sort and she's talking about you know why picard left and essentially there was a rescue mission that went wrong and he lost faith in the federation so it's it's Logan, but with Picard, and I'm well. Yeah, so into that. Yeah, yeah. let's hope it's chest in bed this time, though. Ex- exactly. Um, Canon, since he was part of the Borg at some point, is he like sort of a little like he could age slower? No, uh, no, no, not unless he has the nanites in him still. Um, I mean, maybe I don't know. He's the only one to have like the Borg stuff completely removed from him, I believe. He's, yeah, some of it's still there. Some yeah, of the contact, there's still some of that stuff in my body. You can't remove it. Yeah, yeah. There's some, some of it, but not the stuff that would actually really change his aging. It's all like brain stuff. It's, like, well, it's probably stuff that, like, I don't know. Maybe he has a pacemaker. Uh, maybe he has something else, like attached to some vital organs that would probably uh, keep going for longer than usual. He's always had. Uh, he's had a mechanical heart for a while. Um, okay. He was stabbed in the heart while he was oh, in. That's right. I remember that episode. Yes. In the show? Yeah, the it? show. There's two episodes about it. There's one where he has to get a replacement heart, and there's another one where he has to go back through moments in his past. That's with Q, uh, right? Yes, guided that by is, Q. That is the episode I remember distinctly, because like I think he's yeah. basically saying, you have to visit this moment, and it's just him getting stabbed. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. trying to think. What is the last thing that he has done as this character? Was it the last movie? Nemesis. 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 The last. Oh the, the last thing in this timeline is the future stuff from the 2009 film. Um, okay. And this is after that, I think. But it's I'm unclear as to when. Um, if that rescue mission is Romulus blowing up, um, that's interesting that it's been 15 years since that or 13 years or something like that. Um, that's a that's an interesting place to start from. Um, that that's sort of what break, breaks him. Uh, maybe the Federation just didn't do all they could to help Romulus, which is very much the kind of thing that would piss Picard off. Um, but uh, I'm curious to see what they actually do. Um, I'm excited, but in the same place as Eric, like I'm not going to pay for a streaming service for one or two TV shows. I mean, same reason why I don't have a DC streaming uh, service because like I, there's no way I'm spending that money for one show. 
I mean, the service is going to fail, and then the show's going to go somewhere else. Yeah, like yeah. And that too. Like, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll the DC is a little bit more worth it because you got a couple of shows, and then they're putting every comic book that they've ever done on there. Library is becoming increasingly more enticing because I yeah. rather yeah. have one legal place I can go to to read a bunch of shit, um, and would rather contribute financially to something than have to be like, oh, I gotta go track down this fucking I don't want to pay forty five dollars for it kind of thing. Um, yeah, read on the internet. So spoilers, yeah. everybody. Um, well, but, you, know, uh, you could check your local library. I mean, yeah, I got up there yet? On the on the CBS All Access thing. Um, Paying for it for a month is something I'm okay with. I won't do it like once a year, um, but I don't know. <laughs> but you the just whole idea a, of a new email and get a new trial. Yeah, that's, that's the that's thing. I like did. I don't, I don't want to have to feel like I'm rushing to watch anything. Like, because what your free trial is like seven days. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, for me, I watched all Discovery in like a day. So yeah, I watched all. Well, Discovery I don't, like I don't have that luxury, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> The show looks I, like it's only going to be ten episodes too, which is nice. But like I, but I like I tried to cancel it, and then they were like, "We're going to give you two months for the price of a month." Uh, and I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll stay subscribed for two months. Uh, why not?" Uh, also, I get to watch Twilight Zone as it goes up. So yeah, like, good point. I forgot about Twilight Zone. Yeah, and also the stand is going to be there at some point if that show actually happens. I'll wait and see on that one. I'll watch it. Um, I mean, Josh Boone did direct uh, New Mutant, so maybe it's not a good thing. But who oh, knows? that movie that's definitely surely coming out that they yeah, have right. for that, that movie. That actors Iger's not added to the shed to to. It's to, gonna come out the same time as Sonic. Probably. Oh, that's the thing. Twenty twenty. The fact that the fact that they're like, oh no, there were reshoots, and then Maisie's like, if there were, I don't know about them. Yeah, I wasn't a part of those. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Picard, um, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I made a post or a comment in Pixels uh, about how I want the show to mostly be him running a winery. And mm. I think a lot of people thought I was joking. I was completely serious. I want the show to be about an old man it's, running it's a winery. Like you wanting a half-hour Marvel one-shot of just Thanos on his fucking farm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just want future wine, and what are the logistics of future wine in a in a world where communism is basically the thing? Because they don't have a they don't have a financial system in Star Trek. Wow, they just yeah. I brought that up in comics this week, and like because people are like oh bitching about how liberal. I'm like you know like Star Trek is like the dream of communism. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> in yeah. that first contact that they straight up talk about it because uh, yeah. uh, was it. Uh, Alfre Woodard when she like goes up to ship is like how did you pay for all this is she, I can't remember which character I think it's Picard is like oh like that's not how our con- we don't don't do that anymore yeah, yeah. we don't worry about money yeah capitalism is dead yeah they just <laughs> print everything for an instant right <laughs> I just I want proletariat for life um, I want Arlen's wish of it being about future wine and the creation of it, and then I want some ridiculous future wino who Picard is always having to chase off of the farm <laughs> with a with a laser pitchfork. William Shatner. damn it, Kirk, get out of here! You're supposed to be dead. It's Shatner wearing a mustache, and it's. 
<laughs> I want some of that. He's like, I Give was the me. best captain. Just runs away. Give me <laughs> some of that Saturn Chardonnay. He rides off on a horse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just lives under that fucking tower that fell on him. Yeah. <laughs> or the fucking bridge. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a that's a movie. Um, yeah. So I think we can wrap on that. Because not much else to say that. that movie. Huh? Isn't that the only one that Whoopi Goldberg is in it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Guidance not in any of the other ones. No, I think. No, she's not in. No, wait a second. I don't think she's in First Contact. I think she's only. I don't think she is. They don't because they separate the crew, and she's not in either one of the of the. First Contact is so Borg heavy, though. I I don't know. I think she's in it. I think she's in it. But uh, who is the uh, who is the black actress that was with Picard through most of that movie? Alfred Woodard. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's why I think they didn't have her in because they had a different black actress. Because let's God be honest, the time. It, let's be honest, the time period they would have been like, well. Eh. To be fair, the early nineties, uh, there was a lot of uh, trying to make up for some things that were going. There on. was, but I think <laughs> I think in a Star Trek movie they would have been like. Let's let's slow down here. Two black women in the future sci-fi I, movie. I like how I, mean, Whoopi, I like how Whoopi Goldberg's character wasn't featured, but the doctor from Voyager was. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, fucking, who's our favorite guy who screams in the lake? Uh, fucking. Uh, oh goddamn it! Um, uh, McDonough, McDonough. He was supposed to be playing a gay character in that movie, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> sure he was. He, well, he was canonically gay, and then they wrote it out because nineties. Yeah, I guess she wasn't. Oh my god, it. he is in that fucking movie. Yeah, he's a, he's super young too. It's uh, wow. He 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 dies in everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And his his death is really cool too. It's a reveal. Like he's been turned into a yeah. Borg he's been assimilated and then gets fucking phasered off uh, the Enterprise in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very much like a zombie reveal. Like, isn't that right? <laughs> isn't that right, Officer? Blah blah blah. And then you Versus are futile. Yeah, that's right. I just love it. He takes that shot to the chest and then just slowly starts to just rotate off into space. It's like, okay, bye. <laughs> you're, never com- to his death. <laughs> you're never coming back. And yeah, Eric, I guess you're right. Like, she wasn't in the movie, which is shocking to me. Yeah. That the character yeah. whose entire race was destroyed by the Borg. Yep. Yeah. And she's in Nemesis, uncredited. What the hell? Because I, well, liked, I liked Guinan's character. I thought she was great. And she's like, not a bartender. Yeah. Her yeah. being in makes sense though, because that movie has a wedding. So if there's any time to have her like in the background, that makes sense. But still, yeah, like, like it says uncredited, so she's like probably yeah. just a shot. Yeah, you can yeah. see like a big hat and a little bit of her face. Mm-hmm. Jeez, but I think yeah. that wraps up tonight. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Too. This has been oh. Star Trek Nemesis talk. Um, this, has been, <laughs> this has been lots of talk. Um, so, uh, movie dumpster stuff. Uh, next episode is coming out is Draniac. Uh, it's, it's a weird fucking kind of uh, Evil Dead throwback about a, 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 a water elemental who attacks people via drainage tubes. Okay. Um, nice. Cool. And there's lots of there's lots of cool practical effects and uh, shot reverse shot stuff. And it's it's fine. It's so this was a Joe pick, is what you're telling me. Um, yes, the the answer is he has it on VHS. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, before that, Titanic two, which is really fucking fun. Um, at, 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 mm, well, we called it Titanic T O O T M. 
Um, uh, we, we have lots of just like long 15 minute rolls of just ripping that movie apart because it's ridiculous. Um, and then coming up, I don't know what the fuck we have coming up. I don't know. Stick around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lost Harrow podcast comes out every single week. Usually, um, we, just put out, or no, we're going to put out an episode tomorrow morning. Uh, it's one that we banked a while ago, and it's a uh, top five genre benders. So, mm-hmm. me and Sayor and our list, and it's a, I think it's a good episode. I think we had to record it twice, so I don't remember it. Uh, because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Monster Mash is going to have a lot of stuff coming out soon. Yeah. If things go according to plan, to make up for the amount of time there's been between episodes, so yeah. uh, I totally didn't drop the ball. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah, you totally did. Uh, so yeah, we established we're good. Hunter. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, it's that time of year again. Uh, E3 is right around the corner. Uh, oh God. Got some fun stuff happening. At LHG. Uh, I can't wait for Cyberpunk to be there again. With no gameplay footage. Uh, you know what, Hunter? There might be gameplay this year. Ooh. Uh, season two of that show type game thing about time travel, Quantum Break, is that what it's called? Is no, that Quantum, Break. Quantum Break sucks. I don't care what anyone says. How many E3s has Final Fantasy VII Remake been? Uh, oh, oh, there, that's going to be there too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, the Avengers project. I, I don't fucking know, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I know people are like Final Fantasy VII trailer. I'm like, it's it's just what they've told us they've been working on for the past five years and yeah, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that um, game is in trouble. Anyways, uh, LHD yeah, E3 coming up. Uh, don't follow me on social media. If I do, I will find you. I'll come to your house and break your legs. Uh, <laughs> He'll come to your house and tell you about Godzilla. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I think I will. I'll, I'll be there too. <laughs> he attracts numbers. <laughs> Lou, you go ahead. I got to do something with the dogs real quick. All right. So uh, every Tuesday, Smallville Chronicles, we just started season four, which brings us uh, our introduction to Lois Lane. Um, our next pair of episodes are two terrible episodes that are not going to age well, but then we get to see their version of the flash. Um, and then on Thursdays, it's end now comics. The last one we talked about a lot about Tom King situation at DC comics. What is going on real quick? Um, I'm sorry, not to, not to tangent, but I don't know anything that's going on over there. So he apparently there's a lot of rumors. DC nor he has said anything, but the rumor is at a con, he was basically approached by someone at DC and was like, yeah, you're off of Batman at the end of the year. Oh, fuck. Uh, actually, today it was confirmed that he's working on a ba- uh, new series yes. called Batman and Catwoman. So. Yes. So it seems like he, but he's getting pulled off of like the Batman book, like not Detective, but like Batman. So they're giving him, so he has, he's finishing up 2019, and then he still had like 15 more issues or something like that to finish up his story. So I guess that's what he's going to be doing on that other book. But the sales have dipped, and he hasn't been getting the best of um, media attention because of Heroes in Crisis as well. I didn't know that. There's <sighs> also a rumor that Bendis is going to be taking over Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Which, so uh, I've liked what Bendis has done with the Wonder Comic stuff, but that's kind of more in Bendis' like, wheelhouse. I, the other thing I'd heard was that uh, 
uh, King's run on Batman has been a little too esoteric as yeah, was the way apparently that one of the suits put it. Yes. There's he's, they have spent a couple of issues in him with him in a dreamscape dreamscape being tortured by Bane in his dreams. So. Nice. I mean, I, mean I can easily see a lot of people dropping off after the episode 50 thing. And then it just kind of continuing to snowball. So that's believable. Yeah. Um, and then, so to go back into plugs, uh, we just recorded the newest episode of Legion of Tunes, which features Brahma the Blackwater, which is the only other thing I've actually seen him in, and he's awesome in it, which is Loving Vincent, which is a crazy rotoscope film done by actual like hand-painted paintings um, in this weird pseudo-murder mystery thing investigation on Vincent Van Gogh. I need to wow, that sounds up. fucking weird. It is very weird. I would say just for the art, you should YouTube. You know what? I think I actually know what you're talking about, too. Yeah. You should just YouTube it just for the art, but the actors are awesome in it. Like, there's some... Um, I'm never going to get her name right. It's like Serenice, Sornice something. The Irish Sora? Oh, I, uh, I know who you're talking about. She was the actress in Lady Bird? Yes. Oh, Serenin. Yeah, she's in it. Uh, yeah, Brown from Blackwater. There's like a really good cast in it. Um, and it's like insane. Like it took like, I think we, I said it was like 200 people. Jesus. Like, to Jesus. Be able to do this. Yeah, it's some pretty crazy ass shit. Like it's, I would say it's kind of, I, I compared it a lot to like boyhood and like mm-hmm. maybe as like an art installation kind of a thing. Like in and itself, it is an amazing work. Not necessarily the greatest like film. It is an interesting take on it, but it is, uh, it's cool. Huh. It's something that you should just release YouTube to see like what they actually did. Huh. Let's check it out. Yeah. Anything else, Lou? Nope, that's it. All right. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. You'll find pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics and things of the sort. I'm on the uh, Phantom Zone. My fun thing recently has just been finding weird, out-of-context comic panels and putting them up, like the uh, picture of who was the dude who had the Scarlet Dr. Witch's Pandemonium. kid. That's it. Dr. Yeah. Pandemonium having uh, Scarlet Witch's kids for hands or a picture of, uh, of uh, fuck, the immortal guy from DC Comics that you're a stand for, uh, Arlen. Um, yeah. Uh, who is it? Oh, the immortal. I was uh, there. The caveman motherfucker. Oh, Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage, yeah. That was that image of him saying comic books is from uh, the multiversity Grant Morrison comic run. Um, I forget which run exactly oh, yeah, it is in because there. He, because he was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. In his <laughs> weird Eastern European accent. Which is funny because um, the guy that did that voice uh, was in that horrible Justice League show or pilot we did and then the woman that played fire isn't picard huh. whoa yes um the the other thing was that i know a lot of us were disappointed that sonic the hedgehog got pushed back till oh, uh yeah. the, the uh, 20th of february of next year or 14th of or, it, it, oh yeah i think it's valentine's, valentine's yeah day i think it's here. valentine's day 2020 um the whole reason they're doing that is because they're trying to make his teeth look sharper because from what i've read sonic lives off of baby's foreskins <laughs> <laughs> that was far less horrific than I built myself up to. For <laughs> like the movie would be very It's a gotta go, gotta go fast, and I've also got to beat a briss. <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing?
It's blue, and it moves so fast. <laughs> Your son won't even notice. Just it looks like a tiny man head. in pajamas. <laughs> I was say, is he the reason measles is spreading uh, so fast? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's here for your children's foreskins. Just let him take them. <laughs> Please end. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Adios. Fuck Metal Gear Survive. Mm-hmm.